Hey there, Matt here. Now, I know this episode, it's coming out a little early as, you know, I just couldn't wait to share this one with you. And and if you knew it was coming out, if you knew what was in it, you, I guarantee you wouldn't have wanted to wait either. So you're going to be happy that that it's coming out now and you, and you'll understand what I'm talking about in just a minute. Also, if you have yet to listen to the last two episodes, number 73 with Epic Pro Academy member Jess Milner and number 74 with fellow Academy member Brad Weber, make sure that you go back and download and listen to those two. And here's why. I think those two episodes, along with today's episode, represent three of the more inspiring episodes that I've ever released. More importantly, though, I think each of them are loaded with valuable insight and action steps that if you're having trouble getting started, if you're having trouble getting your business off the ground, or if your business just isn't working as well as you want it to, what these three real estate investors share could be the very thing I think that really could push your business over the top. Oh, and and this will be the last show before I close the doors of the Epic Pro Academy over the holidays. The doors, they are closing to new members on Sunday, November 17th at midnight. And then I'm going to reopen in January right after I finish all of my revisions and additions. I can't wait to show it to you. It's going to be awesome. But join now at 50% off the regular price. It's 50% off the regular price of the annual membership. And then effective January 1st, your membership will be automatically converted to a lifetime membership. And so that goes for for all current members, and that goes for anyone that joins before November 17th. If you're an annual member, a platinum member, you will be grandfathered in as a lifetime member under the new terms, okay? So go to epicproacademy.com and become a member right away. Go do it right now. And and that's it, okay, that's it. My, my, my last promotion, that was my last promotion for a while, for the year at least. It's all nuts and bolts from here on out, nothing but meat. But take advantage of this opportunity and become a member today. It's a 50% savings. And then you'll get to learn from and, and network with these guys that you're gonna hear on this, this today's show and the last two episodes. They will be your fellow Academy members. So that's it, enjoy the show. Broadcasting from Terrio Studios in Glendale, California, it's time for Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. Yeah. Hello. Hello and welcome. Welcome to another episode of Epic Real Estate Investing. I got a great episode for you today, a very special episode, and you know, it was actually inspired by a text message that I received last week. The, test me- uh, the text message, it read, a month in wholesaling, and I'm hard money loaning with 20% return on my money. Thanks again for the coaching. And I was like, wow, all right. And uh, I always like to receive those text messages. I like to know when when my students and the academy members are doing really well, but that one was one of the, the, the bigger ones that I've ever received. And that text message, it comes from Epic Pro Academy member, Brad Donnelly, of which you might remember him when uh, I interviewed him back on episode number 53 which pretty much blew everybody's mind. You know, he shared his story of how in less than 60 days, his first 60 days in the business, he made $50,000 wholesaling and how he acquired two buy and hold properties while he was at it. It was a very popular episode, got a lot of feedback. And it's, you know, his results, they're certainly not the norm, not at all, but they definitely happened. And so if you didn't catch that episode, go back to number 53 and give it a listen. He shares his methods very graciously. He holds nothing back. He's got a great heart. He's happy to help just about anyone that asks. And, uh, you know, during that episode, he even came up with an idea that I use today in my business. It was a new idea that I never thought of. 
you know, in some respects, the student actually became the teacher in that episode. It was a, a very, it was very rewarding for me to hear just how his business was growing so fast and the initiative that he's been taking, the, how resourceful he is. And, you know, those are very much integral parts of being successful at this. And and uh, given the uh, the text that I received last week, it appears it's continuing to grow his business and uh, and it's taking on a new look as well. So I immediately sent him a text back asking him to come on the show and share with us what he's now doing. So I haven't talked to him yet. I, I have no idea exactly what he's doing other than what I shared with you on the text. So I'm going to be hearing all of this the same time that you are. And then... You know, when he agreed to come on the show, he actually signed off with, I have another ninja trick you can talk about on your podcast. So I can't wait to hear about that either. So let's get to the meat of the show. Without further ado, I welcome back Mr. Brad Donnelly. Brad, welcome back to Epic Real Estate Investing. Hey, what's up? What's up? Yeah, that's how you do it. That's how you're living now. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. I got a, I got a, I'm at one of my rental properties, got an inspection today. So okay. I'm just, she might hear some echoing. That's the only reason. Got it. Uh, okay. Well, things super. are good. Cardinals lost. Yeah. I, they, I wish they would have lost to the better team. But, yeah. you know, sorry to hear about that, dude. I know that's a, that's a big deal in your, in your city. Um, but, God, I was crushed myself when the uh, oh. when they nixed the Dodgers out. Anyway, glad you could make it, big baller. Uh, I have no questions prepared or, or bullet points to discuss other than just what I mentioned earlier as I opened up the show. So why don't you uh, leave off from where you were after the last time you were on the show and bring us up to date, up to where you are today. Okay, so um, I guess that was May or June. Mm -hmm. um, I uh, I finalized the sale of my cleaning company um, about two and a half, no, probably in middle of September. Okay. And I've been wholesale. I mean, I've been wholesaling, so um, I think in... Um, September, I did 16 a month, 16. Mm -hmm. um, October, I think I did, October, I think I did 16 again. Mm -hmm. And then um, this month, actually, I sent that text at, what, 42? It's actually 56 now because I, uh, I got another one under contract this morning. Dude. And uh, I got one on Monday. So we're trying to do two a week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Got it. Okay, so let's let's just hold up for a second. Um, for those of you that have no idea who Brad is, he owned a cleaning business. He did uh, corporate cleaning, corporate offices, and, and went in and cleaned. And and when he found me, he didn't really wasn't too crazy about that business, and he wanted to go out and become a real estate investor. And that's exactly what he's done. And he's made that entire transition from where he was kind of holding both down. He's holding his business down and holding down the, the, the uh, wholesaling. But he's making so much money in wholesaling that he decided just to, to sell his business. So that's where he is right now. And you're hearing the kind of numbers that he's throwing out. And, uh, you know, they're, they're almost too difficult to believe. So, um, but, but I know he's doing it. And because through our website, epicwholesalers.com, we're actually buying a lot of them. So I know he's actually doing it. I know that we're paying him a lot of money, but we're not buying all of them. He's definitely uh, found other outlets to uh, wholesale his properties to. So I guess, Brad, let's just start with how are you doing so many? What What does your daily activities look like? How are you generating your leads? How is this working? What does a day look like for Brad? Um, the... Uh... In the academy, the Epic Pro Academy, you teach uh, the yellow letters mm -hmm. and the uh, the bandit signs um, and networking. That's uh, my three major ones. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I send out. I started out writing 20 letters a day. You know, back in March when I started the academy and the coaching. Mm-hmm. And now we're after we, you know, you reinvest back in your business. We're sending over 3,000 mailers a month now. Wow. Um, we are putting out at least 100 bandit signs a week. Mm-hmm. Um, and we go to, um, I teach, you know, these people that want a bird dog for me to at least go to two RIA meetings a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you have, and we have, um, of, we those, have a, of those three, which one do you think is uh, uh, generating the highest return on your time and your money? On the time and the money, it's probably the, um, the networking because mm-hmm. yeah the networking because there's no I mean when you have relationships there's no competition I mean it's just like hey man go look at this house see what you can do for me I haven't told anybody about it mm-hmm. um, the garage door I got this house today the garage door opener is uh, on the sliding door of the back porch just let me know where you, what you can pay okay so who are you networking with that will give you that type of information um Fix and flippers, um, buy and hold, mm-hmm. buy and hold guys. Um, so fellow real estate investors. Correct, exactly. Okay. Um, you know, lenders are good. Lenders are good people because um, they need to lend money, hard money lenders. Mm-hmm. Um, that's actually how I got into my ninja trick that I was talking about. Um, awesome. And uh, other lenders, man, I mean... Uh, that's the networking, and then I would say direct mail is the next most effective because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're dealing directly with the homeowner. That's that's key, the, right? It's the most challenging mm-hmm. because they don't speak your 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 professional dialogue or your normal dialogue you have with other investors, but it's the most rewarding, and it's you have most control when you're dealing directly with them you know, the people in, in, in the home. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Super. So uh, fellow real estate investors, it's actually my, my favorite source as well. Um, that's why I'm such a big proponent on networking. And I got to tell you, Brad, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm surprised by your results, but then again, on the other side, I'm not surprised by your results because I, I do share that, you know, we, we teach the bandit signs, we teach the, the letters, I've coached you through all of that stuff. And those are the fastest way to generate leads. But really, the best way to generate leads and for long term are building the relationships and networking. And one thing I just want to acknowledge you for is during our coaching pro- program, during the very beginning, you started networking. You started building that. And, and it's reaped uh, amazing rewards relatively quickly. So awesome on that. Um, I was going to ask you, oh, for your yellow letters, where, um, who are you sending those to? What, what, what lists? What demographics? Okay, currently, right now, we're sending to um, uh, absentee owners in um, the rental areas of St. Louis mm-hmm. um, that have bought property between 2000. Now, if people are in St. Louis are reading that, are listening to this, I mean, oh, well, more than merrier. Um, <laughs> There's plenty. From 2008 that have bought rental property from 2008. To 2010 or 11, because we've know we 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 know as a as, as them as a prospect to us that they have one pay cash, so mm-hmm. there's no balance uh-huh. because banks weren't lending on them then. Right. And two, they're absentee, so 
So more than likely that they're out of the state or if they're in state, they, they saw a great deal and now they're mismanaging it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're getting them to call in. And when they say, oh, it's rented, but I'd look to sell, they would tell us we would, uh, we would do another thing. We'd ask who the property management company is. Mm-hmm. They would tell us the property management. We would get on the horn of the phone and call the property management and find out the scoop. You know, what's going on with this property? Is it in good shape? What kind of renter is in there? Mm-hmm. You know, if it's even a good prospect. And that just leads to another relationship because they know more owners and sellers and buyers. Right, right. So, and then we're also mailing to, um, I kind of, I, I'm mailing to people that have, that have um, a mortgage or a, a, a deed date, 1990, 1993, and prior previous, mm-hmm. and they have not changed that deed at all. So there hasn't been a refinance. There hasn't been a quick. There hasn't been any change to the deed or the title, meaning a refinance or a loan. So I know that they haven't touched that. They haven't touched that loan, and that loan has been paid down for 20 years. Mm-hmm. So there's equity. Got it. And and I'm mailing to homes that are valued at 120,000 and more. Um, so we have equity rich properties that are absentee and non absentee mm-hmm. that are people. Oh, and they're older than they're more than likely older than 58, 59. So they're downsizing. They're not, they don't, their kids are gone. They don't want to live in a bigger house anymore. Right. Awesome. So those are two different groups, right? That you're sending to. Yeah. Because in St. Louis, that 70, until they roll out the new uh, lending, um, like that subprime they're talking about in 2014, mm-hmm. the, the 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 price range between like 75 and in my this is my opinion, and 75 and 120 thousand. There's just not a market for that right now because there's no there's no loan ability. No banks are not giving loans on that. Because when you say there's no market for that, there there's nobody buying those homes right now in that that range. Yeah, like. Uh, Rental properties, yes, but permanent residents Got it. for fix and flippers, you can't. It's hard to wholesale to those guys because there's no retail. There's the end buyer, the permanent resident. Mm-hmm. There's no really big bulk of buyers in that price range. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I might be wrong. I mean, but um, that's what I found so far. And I just use my data I only have. So I love it. Um, one thing I'm noticing right away, Brad, is that when we first met, the only piece of real estate you would ever purchase was your primary residence. Uh, all of this was very foreign to you, and now you're really talking like a pro. I mean, you, you, you've really got your criteria defined, and you know why you have that criteria. And you've based it around life events, which is why what causes people to become motivated sellers is life events. So it's awesome. You've got the absentee owners that bought recently in the last three or four years. And your reasoning behind that is because that they probably paid cash, and there's probably there's most definitely not a loan on there. So that creates a great opportunity. And also what I like about it, and this is why I like investors, this is why I like absentee owners, and, and you're finding out the same thing as well, is that uh, people think it's a good idea to get in real estate, and they realize that it's more work than it actually is, and they want to get out of it. And that's not everybody, but there's a good number of people there that presents a good enough opportunity for those that want to take this seriously like you have. So awesome. And then I love the 1993 and before. Um, very specific. You know your market very well. Um, how did you come to know your market very well, or as good as you do? Um, 
trial and error. Trial and error. Um, you know, people telling you that it's not a good deal. Uh, you know, what, uh, just, I mean, I was thinking about that on the way, right before this interview. How, um, I mean, I just, in the beginning, I just started mailing to everyone. And it's essentially goes to trial and error. You, you just find out what is a lot of work or you find out what it doesn't take a lot of time and nobody's mailing it to people. Mm-hmm. And so when, when you start mailing to a certain group like this, I started mailing in 1993, these people were getting these letters and they were motivated and they hadn't got any sort of direct mail before. Mm-hmm. So I was like, shit, nobody's marketing these people. Right. And they don't, more than likely, these people have computers, but they don't have, you know, they don't go on and, you know, look for someone to buy their house quickly, like, you know, like uh, these pay-per-click people. Mm -hmm. There's no, I'm not competing against Google because they're not a computer generation. They're, you know, Mm -hmm. there's a newspaper generation. There's a paper generation. So Mm -hmm. direct mail is even more effective with them than it is normally. Normally it's a 10 to 15%. It might be an 18 to 25 percent with that generation because they still love to check their mail. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. super. Um, so, when you say trial and error, that's something that can actually really scare people. Um, what What has been your worst experience with your errors? Oh man, uh, monetarily, not that much because of. We've built in, you know, on your inspection clauses. Mm-hmm. I mean, pretty much if you know you're going to, if you know you screwed up on an offer within the first four or five days because the buyers or the lenders would tell me that's a bad deal. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, thank God I got that inspection period. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, um, rehabs, rehabbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, yeah, rehabbers. Okay. So, I asked that question because a lot of people, especially when they're getting started, I mean, you haven't even been doing this a whole year yet, so I would still consider you getting started. You just made a lot of progress. But people in your shoes that that might be inspired by what you're saying right now, that I know it just because I've talked to so many people. I've taught so many classes. I've coached so many people. I answer so many emails. People are so concerned about making those costly mistakes. And, you know, what you just said is, you put it under contract, and because of your out clauses, you have three, four, five days, or within three or four or five days, you'll know if it's a good deal that you should proceed forward with or not. So you haven't had many costly mistakes in that sense, right? Right. Okay, so let, tell me more about the rehabbers. Uh, you know, I, you know, the two places you're going to lose money in real estate is either through property management, a bad property manager, or a bad rehabber. Um Bad property managers, you can usually correct the course rather quickly. The rehabbers, though, sometimes they get you in it and it's too late. It can happen really quickly. So what what have you done to protect yourself in that sense from bad rehabbers? Pictures of everything. Um, pictures of everything. Pictures of everything. Pictures of everything. I keep repeating it. Um, okay, so how, how, do, how do pictures of everything, how does that serve you? So... Um, so when we say like, well, I would go to buy, a, I would go to buy a property. Mm-hmm. I would take pictures of everything, the wall, the air conditioning. So when the bid comes in, we're like, okay, this is on the bid. 
so halfway through a rehab, we would say this was done. Um, the rehabber would say, oh, you know, this got done, but it was stolen or this. But we have a timestamp picture of it. it was there in this time. Mm. So when we're saying, so it just it just gets rid of the he said, she said. Mm-hmm. And when you get into the... Um, when you get into the rehab, when there's actually, you can't possibly micromanage a rehab because, I mean, it's just so time-consuming. You have to rely on some sort of documentation, and the pictures is documentation, mm-hmm. and it just it just holds everybody accountable. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so so what you're saying is, and one thing, this is a part of real estate actually is not discussed very frequently. When when a rehab job is going on, whether you're going to fix and flip it or if you're fixing up to uh, hold it yourself, um, building materials are expensive. And building materials uh, have some value to people. And during the building process, that property, or the, the, during the rehab process, that property is vulnerable to people that recognize the value of your building materials. And this is nationally, this happens everywhere. Particularly, you, you hear about copper frequently, but it, it comes with uh, AC units. It comes with, um, you know, if you leave your wood flooring and you, the night before because you're gonna put it in tomorrow, that becomes vulnerable. So, and, and houses under rehab typically are a little more easily accessible than a house that has someone living in it. So that's definitely something that you need to think about. And what Brad is saying is, and this is something we've noticed in all of our markets, and and even when we were doing fix and flips here, you know, two or three years ago for uh, in uh, in Southern California, we had the same issues. We had to secure the properties. And what Brad is saying is that you're less than uh, um, scrupulous uh, rehabbers might say because they know the nature of the building materials being stolen, and they know that you know that, they see that as an easy opportunity to say, hey, the AC unit was stolen. We need another $1,200 to buy a new one. And what Brad does is he now goes through all of his properties and he documents with photographs of everything that is there. Right? Yes. It's so stressful. You get into that business, I mean, that, that, that the rehab is the is the most crucial time for you to be as a type of personality as you could ever be in the history of your life because it's, I mean, it's $1,200 pop is a lot. It's a big surprise. Right. Especially when, you're, when your rehab is like 10000 bucks. I mean, 1200 bucks that's an extra 12%. Correct. Yeah, that can, that can uh, certainly eat into the profits. Absolutely. Um, okay, so... Uh, anything else there that you've done to say protect yourself from those errors? We've got cla- uh, you have your escape clauses in the contracts. You take photographs with rehabbers. Anything else that you've done to uh, protect yourself from losing? Um, risk management. Okay. Uh, man, that's a great question. I really, I I'm not very good at thinking about risk because I'm so damn aggressive with things. Uh, mm-hmm. uh I think one thing that that is kind of built in with to your risk management, it kind of inherently is there, is that this this is what you do now. This is your full time gig. Yeah. Um, people see you all the time. They know you're watching. They know you're taking pictures. And I think just by being active in your investments in that sense, 
uh, particularly in the beginning during the acquisition process and the rehab process. I think that right there cuts risks down a little bit, don't you think? Yes, yes, because I'm putting it under, I had a, I think I had 30 properties under escrow, and on paper they looked absolutely great, and we went and toured them, and the fourth or fifth property in, I told the rehabber and property manager, Bob, I was like, I wouldn't even sell these fucking properties to my worst enemy. These are <laughs> disgusting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's, um, I just, yeah, I mean, that's a good way to do your deal diligence in the beginning. Is being active. Right. And that's exactly why we have project managers on the ground in each of our markets because we have, and you happen to be our project manager there. Um, and uh, you're active there. That's good. And I think that right there eliminates a lot of risk, reduces it for sure. Um, let me ask you about, uh, you know, you've got these very specific lists that you're mailing to. How are you generating your list? Where are you, what's your source for your lists? Um, on the absentee, um, we just generated list source. Um, pull absentee owners on list source is a good one. Listsource.com, right? Yeah, and I have a real estate agent that I'm friends with mm-hmm. that pulls some of my lists off of uh, MLS, mm-hmm. the MLS data. Um, I think I talked about last time, we look at property manager websites and just uh, look at vacant houses uh-huh. on rental property, and you mail to them. Um, you just go on the tax assessor and mail to them. Um, I... I get a lot of, I, I'll be honest with you, I get a lot of information from MLS. If you know how to mine MLS mm-hmm. and, you know, do your searches correctly in the, you know, in the tax database section, mm-hmm. you'll never have to go anywhere else. I mean, you don't have to pay for searches anymore. Um, right. And that just takes time to learn and, mm-hmm. you know, working with your real estate agent 10 to 12 o'clock at night. You know, trying to figure out the searches. Right. So. Yep. You need access to the MLS. It, it eliminates a lot of the labor. It eliminates a lot of the expense. So you need a realtor on your on your team if you don't have a license or access yourself. Let me ask you, for a real estate agent that you found that works with you on a regular basis, that'll stay up with you until 10, 11, 12 o'clock at night to, to, do, these type, to do this type of research. How did you go about finding your real estate agent? Um. Well, he's part of our, our uh, team here in St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, Nick and Bob, they're agents. Mm-hmm. So, um, well, how did you meet I mean, them? How did you meet Nick and Bob originally? Um, I think we went to uh, the, the Hyatt um, to drink beers during the interviews. <laughs> and they, <laughs> that's exactly how. I mean, well, I know how I know how you introduced me to them. What I'm asking oh, is, I, how I, did I, you find oh, their sorry. names to even invite them? <laughs> we just grabbed oh. realtors and said, come on and have a beer. <laughs> <laughs> Real Estate Investment Club. Okay, investment um, clubs, more more networking yeah. at the clubs. Yes, sir. Got yeah. it. And you tend to find a um, your investor friendly real estate agents at investor clubs, or else they wouldn't be there, right? Yeah, absolutely. And then you you know you and you uh, our real estate agents. Um, there's a lot of real estate agents that when your students get into this, they start doing more and more deals. A lot of agents just keep their license because they don't want to pay a seller side commission when they flip properties. Mm-hmm. So. As long as you, know, you sell one or two deals, to the, like I sold one to this real estate agent, and he's like, yeah, I'll work with you to find out what you need to find out because, you know, they don't have the time to 
mine all this data and do all the wholesaling. They just, they don't, these guys don't care as long as they can make their spread on their deal. Mm-hmm. You can make ten to $25,000 on a wholesale deal. I have one I'm working on I might make $21,000 on. As long as he can buy it at what he needs to buy it at. Mm-hmm. Super. I mean, Super. So speaking of, uh, of selling, uh, I know we've, we've purchased quite a few properties. We've also sent several of your properties through our, our buyer's list, through Epic Wholesalers. And uh, we've actually, over this year, I think it would, could be defined as a boatload of properties that we've gotten from you, mm-hmm. we've purchased from you. But I know you've sold probably two or three more boatloads to other people. How have you found your people to sell the properties to? LinkedIn. Go on. Yeah, that I just I think we just became friends on LinkedIn. I had it's so funny. I got I got a uh, email from someone that says, "Hey, you own a cleaning company?" And I go, "No. How do you know that?" And he goes, "I found you on LinkedIn." So I went on my LinkedIn page and I changed my uh, status to you know real estate and all this. Mm-hmm. And all these people started showing up. You know how they do their be friends with them, right? And I found a guy in. Uh, I found I found a couple buyers this month off of my LinkedIn page, and they just messaged me. And one guy bought a property within less than three weeks from finding him on LinkedIn because hmm. I'm I changed my status to real estate investor wholesaler, mm-hmm. and they've um, uh, direct mail is when you when you when you start mailing out your to your absentees, you're going to get a lot of. Uh, uh, LLCs that are business property owners that are going to call you and say, hey, I, I don't want to sell mine, but I want to buy. Mm-hmm. I buy in you know, our zip code 63136. I only buy three bedrooms with a brick front. That's about as narrow as you can get. Mm-hmm. And you just note that. So he's a buyer. Um, um, real estate clubs. Right. Um, so, so normal stuff. <laughs> that's the thing is just stick with it long enough and be creative and mm-hmm. ever, I mean super you know um, I was just thinking about this actually on this very drive in this morning I was listening to a, a marketing podcast and, and it was actually on a venture capitalist and they were they were talking about how people stand up in, in the audience and they ask uh, you know um, how do I start a company if I don't have any venture capital and then how do I attract venture capital if I don't have a company? And, and a lot of questions like that. And I get a lot of those similar questions in real estate. And people are like, why or how or how do I do this? How do I do that? And, and sometimes the, the, the answer is just you work your ass off. You hustle. That's it. Right? You, you've work got... your dick into the dirt. Say that again? I'm sorry. Work your dick into the dirt. Oh, thank you for the colorful commentary. Um, My but, style, sorry. And I know it's your style. That's good. No, it, it, you're real, Brad, and, and that's what I appreciate. And with, with that, with your style comes hustle. It comes hard work, and it comes with learning something and implementing it. So you know, you take the mail and, and you find your audience or your crowd or your 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 uh, your targeted audience, and you mail to them, and you do it over and over and over again. And so let me ask you, like, on, on, when someone hits you up on LinkedIn, when someone um, gives you a phone call off of one of your marketing pieces, or someone calls you from a, a networking event, um, do, do they do you direct everybody to your phone? 
or do you send them to a um, website or how do you do that? Um, as of like three weeks ago, I was sending them to my uh, Google, but I have a uh, or a um, mic. I've taken on a partner to help with, I mean, 3,000 to 3,000 phone calls. We're getting like 20 a day, 20, 20 to 30. I mean, 3,000 mailers a month, you get about 20 a day. Yeah, I mean, okay. and, and that's just off the mailings. I mean, we have wholesalers that call us. We have, I mean, we're doing nine deals a month now. So mm-hmm. um, so we get a lot of calls. We direct them everything to Google Voice because we're still in our newborn stage. Mm-hmm. So we like to talk, we like to, talk to everybody right. as much as we can. I mean, so but right now, talk to everybody as much as you can. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree. I agree. I think think you should do that as long as you possibly can until you have too many people, too many leads, too many deals that you that it actually costs you money to talk to everybody because you've got money making other places. But yeah, I totally agree. You should talk to everybody as long as you possibly can. Um, so go ahead. We do. Um, after we talk to them, we get their email um, and we direct them to like a um, one of your slash pages we use. Um, I think it's isn't it an Epic website. Epic, Epic website. Oh. Thank you, Brad. Epic real estate websites. I'm not very good with de- details. <laughs> <laughs> Epic real is what he's talking about. But go ahead. We we have a couple of those up, um, and because we, we 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 go just go to there because it's it's a convenience thing for us. Mm-hmm. One, we know if they're motivated enough to work, they're going to go take two minutes, go to a splash page, and fill out their data. Because the data goes directly into our software system, mm-hmm. and it saves us from typing in the computer. Um, takes us like two minutes, and and it shows us that they're actually motivated to make an impact. Right. Um, like bird dog. Um, I hate the word bird dogs. Like just yeah, bird dogs. They're bird dogs. So <laughs> they're people that find real estate for you. That's good. Right. Super. Um, and we and we have. I mean, we have. We have just a. Uh, we send out an email every two weeks um, to our bird dogs. I mean, we try to add average adding two a week. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, so we'll send out an email to those guys saying, hey, we're looking for a a house in a zip code, this, this, this. I need it by Friday. So it just comes the law of people now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just get people working for you off of a click of, you know, typing up emails and a click of a button. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't start out that way, though. What's that? I said it didn't start out with the click of a button is what I wanted to say. No, no, no absolutely no. not. But it definitely it gets to the point where you're driving that type of traffic and that type of uh, conversation that, that it can be that way. But it doesn't start out that way. And, you know, I just didn't want to discredit what you've built because uh, I know you've worked really hard. And, and uh, you've got, you've, you know, you've been able to benefit from the fruits of your labor. Um, Appreciate it. So this text message says uh, you're making forty two grand a month in uh, wholesaling. And now you're a hard money lender. Tell me what that's all about. Okay, so I um, you, you, uh, whenever you start making money and you're getting properties, I mean, you want to inevitably build cash flow. That's the goal. And um, so I buy a property. So I'll buy a property for I'll buy it myself for thirty, for example, thirty thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I will buy it with cash. Um, and I will resell it to a fix and flipper for, let's say, thirty-five. Mm-hmm. 
I my deals are structured that they put twenty percent down mm-hmm. of the thirty five, and then they have three points to get in. Mm-hmm. So that's uh, whatever that is those numbers, and then three points at the end of the loan, mm-hmm. and then they're charged interest only for one point five percent a month mm-hmm. for six months. And I am on the first deed of trust, so I'm I'm basically the first lien holder on the loan. Okay. So on my original thirty thousand dollars investment, I know I'm getting at least twenty percent return because I'm getting twenty percent down. Mm-hmm. I'm getting another three percent on the front end because of the the loan origination. Right. I'm getting another three percent on the back end because of the loan closing, mm-hmm. and I'm getting one point five percent a month for six months, so at least another nine percent. So I'm making about a 34% return on my original 30000 plus I'm getting at the end of the loan, I'm getting that $5,000 wholesale fee. Right, right. So it's, I'm, I don't know what that, maybe a 35 to 40% total return on your money. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, annualized, probably right about that. That's awesome. Um what that kind of shows is, is all the different profit centers inside of real estate. It's not just all about wholesaling. It's not just all about fixing and flipping. And then it's not just all about buying and holding. There are other profit centers inside of real estate. Actually, they, they can be countless. They're really, you're only limited by your own creativity. And, and Brad, you're a creative guy. So awesome. I think you deserve everything that you're getting. What's this, uh, this ninja trick you were going to tell me about that you were going to share on the, on the podcast today? Oh, that, um, Shoot, what was it? I knew I should have wrote it down. <laughs> the one was the first deed of trust. And the two... I can't remember. I'm sorry. Ninja trick. Ninja trick. I know. I, I had it... I had it in my head. And, ah, oh, man. I, my brain goes so fast sometimes. Okay. I forget. <laughs> no, I know this. <laughs> so So give us another trick then. Not that one. Give us a different one. Okay, um, when you're wholesale, uh, this I learned this a couple weeks ago. When you're wholesaling a property, mm-hmm. and you um, and you have a lockbox on it for all these people to protect your deal from people going behind you, change your lockbox code every time you give it out. So mm-hmm. you give out a code to someone to go look at a property. After they look at it, obviously this is hopefully with you're within the five to ten minute drive of the said property. Mm-hmm. Go and change the lockbox number. So, you know, if people are playing games on you. Mm-hmm. Um, I learned that the hard way when um, on a property that I actually um, own, well, I'm hard money out. A guy went and looked at it, and he, he uh, once again, contractors, he uh, stole some, I think he did. I'm not, he stole some uh, shit out of it, excuse me, and he wanted a lower price because he said stuff was stolen out of it. Mm-hmm. And I had pictures, you know, documenting, like, when I originally walked through the house, and it was there, and then literally it was gone within Mm. three days. And I know that. So change your lockbox code. Like it? Yeah, securing the house during a rehab is really an important one, especially in today's environments, today's economy. Um, I'm surprised of what people will go through to to get $6 in copper out of your house. But uh, when they go and get that $6 of copper out of your house, they leave a mess, too. So not only do you have to replace the copper, they leave a big mess behind. Um, So definitely 
secure your property. Oh, I heard it. What was it? Another tidbit. I, mm-hmm. I, I told Mercedes about this. Um, for an extra small fee of, if you've got a, well, in the Midwest, there's basements, obviously. Um, you just, if you, it's unfinished, paint your basement floor, paint your walls in your basement. You get a 50 to $75 extra a month in rent. Mm-hmm. And it'll run so much faster. Really, how, how are you able to how are you able to get more for it just from painting the walls and the floor? It just looks cleaner. Mm-hmm. It looks like a finished look, whereas exposed concrete, you paint the concrete and the basement walls, you know, a semi gloss white, and you speckle the ba- concrete floor with that, uh, you know, that epoxy paint and that speckle you see in garages. Mm-hmm. And people, I mean, people like that sure. you know finished look, and it only costs like. Three to five hundred dollars more, depending on the size of your basement. So. Right, and then you recoup recoup that in six or seven months, and then it's a hundred percent profit after that. Yes, sir. Super, super. All right, dude. Um, I'm getting ready to get on a plane here in just a few days. Going to come out and see you in St. Louis. What day are you actually coming? I am. I will be there on Tuesday, all day Tuesday. All right. All right. Cool. So we'll be there bright and early Tuesday morning, and uh, you know we'll we'll go and and run the neighborhood, check out everything. And then uh, I'm sure we'll we'll fend up with finish up the day with a nice steak and some beer, maybe. <laughs> I know you don't like to drink though, so. Yeah, like no, it. I don't like to drink at all. <laughs> anyway, super Brad, thanks for for coming on the show. Thanks for sharing. Um, I'll see you soon, and then uh, keep your business growing. So we got something else to talk about in six months. Cool. Yeah, no problem, man. All right, bud. Thanks. Okay, so that's it for another episode of Epic Real Estate Investing. Until next time, to your success, I'm Matt Terrio. And for Brad Donnelly, we are living the dream. You've been listening to Epic Real Estate Investing, the world's foremost authority on separating the facts from the BS in real estate investing education. If you enjoyed the show, please take a minute to visit iTunes and share your thoughts. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time here at Epic Real Estate Investing with Matt Terrio. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.